0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Uh, Jenks, let's start. And the big 12 let's go to Iowa state fresh off a huge win over Baylor as underdogs, uh, going head to head with number one, Kansas, Kansas laying four and a half total, 130 and a half. And an added factor in this one, Kansas was playing without their head coach yesterday. Mm-hmm. Bill self has been in the hospital due to an illness. That's what the university said, but it didn't seem to matter. Kansas rolled easily in their first round matchup. Do you think that plays a role here?
0: i i don't know now yesterday i thought it was interesting that once that news came out that bill self was in the hospital was not going to coach that game against west virginia the money started coming in on the mountaineers so clearly if you're vegas or if you're sports betters, it matters whether or not your head coach is on the bench leading your team and and i get that but you know what i actually i think i like iowa state here kansas looked awesome yesterday looked unbelievable mm. but they also shot more than 52 percent from the floor I don't think they can replicate that here Iowa State is a very very good defensive team they are fifth in defensive efficiency this season in all of college basketball and also they split the regular season series they got drilled Kansas did by Iowa State in Ames now this is clearly a neutral site but I think this is too many points I think it's going to be close kind of like the Cyclones here.
1: I'm looking at a total here, and it looks really low. I think if it was a few points higher, I would roll with an under here because you touched on it. Both of these defenses are really solid. This is a matchup of two top 10 defenses. Kansas, eighth in adjusted efficiency on the defensive end. Like you said, Iowa in the top 10 as well. So I think it's going to be tough for both these teams to get going, or at least I think the possessions are going to be a little bit – slower and uh more you know i'm trying to think of the word but i don't think we're going to see a fast tempo game but 130 and a half is pretty pretty low and also this isn't the first game in the tournament i'm interested to see if the market kind of catches up and we see more overs with some of these teams playing their second game in the tournament because i do think it's a great angle in the first game where both these teams have not played on the rims and it's a new venue But in the second game, I do think these teams tend to heat up, but I don't know. I don't really love a side here. I think I would, you know, stick with the under as my favorite play, but I don't think I will be playing it. Uh, Let's go to your team. Number two, Texas against four seed TCU, Texas laying three total 148. Texas rolled in their first round matchup. And listen, I'm not somebody who loves playing Texas when they're laying big numbers, but this is a short number. It's a three point spread. Jenks, do you like?
0: Well, I got to go with my Longhorns here. This is, man, you talk about a tough game to handicap. Look, these Mm -hmm. two teams clearly met during the regular season because they both play in the Big 12, but the Horns won by four back on January 11. Then the Froggies won by two back on March the 1st. So when they play, it tends to be very, very tight. Here's what I would do. I think I would bet Texas on the money line as a favorite this season. Texas is 22-3 and three straight up. Small favorite here. I think it's going to be really close, but I would take Texas on the money line at minus 145 if you want to bet this game. And it's my team. I'm not betting to get my, against my horns.
1: Right, because last time TCU beat uh, Texas, it was at TCU, right? I think I remember this game. Yes, um, in Fort Worth. If I'm yeah. not mistaken. And TCU has a pretty good home court advantage, I would say. So I think you take that out of the equation here. I don't know. TCU has been a hard team for me to peg because uh, sometimes they look amazing other times, uh, not so much, but I'll say this, they've been good on neutral courts this year. And if that's worth anything, a perfect five and zero at neutral site game. So maybe I'm reading too much into the home court advantage, but, uh, I don't know, Jenks. I don't think I'm picking a side here. Uh, let's go to the ACC tournament in Greensboro, number four, Duke against number one, Miami. We've got Duke laying two and a half points. Total 145 and a half. I feel like if this game was like mm, two weeks ago, it would be Miami favored. Maybe I'm wrong here, but Duke is getting hot. And that's what makes me very nervous about taking Miami because Duke has found its rhythm offensively. They scored nearly 100 points last game against Pitt. So Jinx, do you believe in the quote unquote hotter team here?
0: I do not, because A, like you, I don't like Duke. But also, I think, here's the thing, and look, it would not surprise me if the Blue Devils come out on fire and win this game. They're favored for a reason, and they're playing great basketball. But I also think that when Duke starts playing well, there's no question, it is one of those teams that the public likes to jump on very quickly because they clearly have the talent – And Miami, you just don't think of Miami as being a basketball school. It's football school, and you see number one Miami. You think, oh, Duke, laying two and a half points. They cruised yesterday over Pittsburgh. I'm taking the Blue Devils. Miami won the regular season ACC title. They have a backcourt that can compete with any backcourt in the country. And let's not forget, while Duke has won seven straight, Miami has won nine of ten. And the last time they met, this was in Miami, the Canes won by 22. So – I'm going to grab the points with the Hurricanes here. I think they can compete with this Blue Devils team, even though all the money I feel like is going to be on Duke.
1: That was going to be my question. Do you think this is one where you wait and see if you can get a three here? Because I think I tend to agree with you. I think we'll see money come in on Duke. So I think if you do like Miami, this is a game you wait on until you get that three because that is um, unnoticeable, you know, I'll take the point. Um, So I think for me, it's hard to go against Miami here because they can shoot threes and they shoot so well. One of the better offenses in the entire nation, 13th overall in adjusted offensive efficiency and also a top 40 team when it comes to uh shooting those 3 point shots. So we know Duke is very good down low, one of the better offensive rebounding teams, but Miami's pretty solid at that too, top 60 in that regard. So I think Miami can match them down low. Uh, maybe duke has the slight advantage but if miami's hitting those threes i do like the canes here uh switching gears towards the big east tournament we've got number one marquette facing number four yukon yukon length three and a half total 146 and a half jinx when i first looked at this one i thought to myself hmm those points look awful inviting but the big east has been all favorites advancing So maybe I'm on the wrong side. Do you think Marquette uh, is worth a play here getting three and a half?
0: I actually don't. I love UConn here. Really love UConn just because Marquette played a very difficult game yesterday. Almost got beat by St. John's that game went to overtime. So when you Mm -hmm. talk about tired legs, I think Marquette could be really tired. And also this is a Marquette team. It's not just playing an overtime game. Marquette likes to play at a fast pace anyway. So that's why the total is so high. You're looking at 146 and a half. So you're talking about an overtime matchup and a team that likes to run up and down the court, which is going to make you more exhausted than normal. And the Huskies are a team you got to catch when they're streaking, right? They've won nine of their last 10. UConn beat Marquette by 15 last time out. And I also think there's a bit of a home court advantage for UConn. I know this is neutral site. I know it's at Madison Square Garden, but a short trip for stores as opposed to fans from Milwaukee coming to New York City. The early money is hammering the Huskies. I I think it's the right side. I'm going to lay it with UConn.
1: I know a lot of people who like UConn just because they're trending in the right direction. They seem to be finally getting healthy. But let's talk about the total for a second because I, I think you hit a nerve there. I think for me it's a touch too high because if anybody can slow down Marquette, mm-hmm. it's probably UConn. And if you look at Yukon, they fit the under in three straight matchups. I don't love unders as much in this you know a game where it's not their first game of the tournament because they're not adjusting to the rims or whatever. But Marquette, this incredible offense held to only 72 points in their first game by a St John's team that's not a defensive stalwart, not anything compared to Yukon who is top 20 in the nation when it comes to defense. So when I see a total that high uh, at 146 and a half, are you gonna talk me off an under?
0: I am not going to do that. It's really, really high. And I think that, look, late in a game like this, when a team has a lead, we we see this more and more in conference play. You you see teams sort of try to to wean time off the clock. I think we can see that here. So I'm not going to talk you off of that at all.
1: For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.